Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters. Thank you, Jay, Witcherman, Brianna Lynn, Daddy Jay, Fabe, Embers, Blossom, William P., Claire, Jam Today, Mr. N and Mrs. Jess, Mistress Goodgirl, Lady Blooding, Primal Empress, Kaze, Clockwork Dork, Roxy, Naughty and Nice, Butte Pain, Northern Sir, Manda Panda, Cat, Stefan, Brooklyn B., Shadow Phoenix, Serenity Deb, Robert, Ruby R., Christopher, Kilded Sir, Sam, Fire Good and his good boy Grant, Brian, May Cry Devil, Ruby Riot, Jay Swizz, Mistress Velma, Enchanted Sparrow, Blown Deuce, The Wombat, Impact Hazard, Twitch, Lioness X, The Midnight Girl, Sinful, Mrs. and Mr. Hart, J21, Christina, Daisy If You Do, Princess Katharina and Katharina's Thrall, Harley Chick, Violet Rain, Serenity Bell, Puppy Mike, Jedi Kitten 17, Neophyte, and Eric. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters will get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. Welcome to something I like to call, Rara got tired of doing research <laughs> and just decided to scroll through Reddit and grab some questions. I like it. <laughs> I am down with this. This is what happens when I turn to Dar and I say, I just, I don't want to do any more research. Can I just get, go into Reddit and steal questions and we can answer that. It's been a while since we've done that. I mean, and it's great for me because I'm banned from answering these questions (laughs) on Reddit still. So that's true. I forget that you are banned from Reddit. (laughs) I actually don't go through the BDSM Reddit much anymore because it's too depressing these people are idiots yeah well hey let's bring these idiots as semi-guests on our podcast oh i i couldn't i would kill them so no like semi-guest meaning we read their shit yeah and we yell because we this is our platform and we can we can yeah no i'm having much more fun on the am i the asshole platform oh i fucking love that have you have you gotten into um best of reddit updates no. They're awesome. I do love when I come across an update. Yeah, but this this person actually like finds them and then compilate com- compilates. Com compiles them? That too. Okay. Into like one big thing and mm-hmm. then like he puts or she, I don't know who it is. They they put in comments and stuff that they've seen from the original and then the OP like responds and they have all of the answers like right there. Some of them I read and I'm like, you really have to ask total strangers if you're an asshole? Yeah. Because it's pretty fucking obvious you're an asshole. Yeah. I, I've always, that's my favorite part of Reddit. <laughs> They're great. Oh my God. It's even on TikTok because there's like people on TikTok who read the Am I the Asshole? Uh-huh. 
Yep. And uh, everybody, I love their reactions to it. They just go, yes. But the good, the, oh, the really good ones are the twisters. Like the one this morning was, am I the asshole for announcing my pregnancy at my sister's wedding? Okay. And just from that, your reaction is? Wait, say that again? I'm, am I the asshole for announcing my pregnancy at my sister's oh, wedding? Oh, yes. Okay, I, right. that happened to me. You're Really? Oh, you didn't know that? No. Oh, yes. Um, when I got married the second time, mm-hmm. my sister-in-law was pregnant with triplets. Oh, yeah, that one. And so I got married on a Sunday morning. We had the reception right after. Then Sunday evening, we went to um, my ex's parents' house with all the out-of-town guests from his side of the family. And we had like a little mini get together since people had traveled. Like, what were they going to do, all the out of towners? And so we were there celebrating that we had gotten married. And my sister in law decided to announce then and there that she was pregnant with triplets. <sighs> there goes your wedding. There went any and all attention on us. Yes. Wow. That's actually Which pretty I'm sure terrible. was her. She, her excuse was, well, but everybody's here. I went, you're also getting together tomorrow morning for a brunch that we won't be at because we will have left for a honeymoon. Could have announced it there. That would have been nice. But no. Okay, but this one, this was the twist. She wanted to announce it previously, but her sister said, no, it'd be really great if you did it at the wedding because then we could say something like, and we would like to make a special welcome to our new special guest who none of you have met yet, and that's when she would do the thing. So it was the sister's idea. Okay. Day of wedding. So four months later, day of wedding, sister changes her mind. And this girl has not been able to tell her parents, like nobody. So what she did, she pulled her parents aside mm-hmm. and told them. Right. That's it. Didn't make the big announcement. And the next day posted it on Facebook or whatever. Right. The dad was like, oh, yeah, we were so thrilled when we found out last night. And then the sister goes off. No, that's ridiculous. See, I love the ones with the twist. Anyway, so this is not an Am I the Asshole reading episode even though it kind of started out that way. Well, they may, some of them may be, I'm dating an asshole. Is that okay that they're doing this? No. I don't really remember all the ones I've picked. Is my partner an asshole for doing this? Is my dom an asshole for doing th- Yes. Yeah. So anyway, we'll, we'll go through these and we'll see. I've got a whole bunch. I don't even know if we'll make it through all of them. Depends we, on how much we decide to rant and rave. <laughs> depends on how crazy they are. I, you know what? I was pleasantly surprised that there weren't a whole lot of really not so crazy ones out there because I've come across some in the past that I, I just start screaming at my phone. All right. All right. So here's number one. Hello. Hello. I'm a newish sub to the BDSM lifestyle, and I've learned that a huge point of conflict with play partners is developing feelings. Since most people in the scene seem to be in fulfilling relationships, it's intimidating to me as a single person. Reading forums and group posts It's common to see people stress the importance of being open and trusting with your partners and also the importance of things like aftercare. It's not surprising feelings develop because of these factors, but if they're that frowned upon in the community, I obviously want to avoid it. My previous experiences have been one night stand situations with minor BDSM elements. If we did our business and went on our way, I never would feel anything for them beyond that encounter. When they wanted to cuddle and talk about things afterwards, though, it would end up toying with my heart. It seems being honest and vulnerable with your partner while also not growing attached is a delicate line to walk, but experienced subs must be able to do it. 
I'm hoping someone with that experience could share their thoughts or tips for how to handle this. I'm still working up the courage to attend my first munch, so actual play isn't going to happen for me anytime soon, maybe not ever. I'd really like to explore this side of myself, but the last thing I'd want to do is make someone uncomfortable or get a bad reputation in my local BDSM community. Any advice from you pros would be greatly appreciated. Uh, okay, again, <laughs> it depends is the best answer. Like a lot of this stuff is going to be dependent on your situation, your partner, your dynamic, what the plan is. What did you negotiate? How do you feel about this person? Like, how do they feel? Like, it's a whole lot of it depends. See, and for me, I looked at that and I went, who the fuck said you're not allowed to develop feelings for your play partner? Well, yeah, there's that too. It doesn't have to be love. I have feelings for all my play partners. Some of them are deep, deep friendships. Hey, Rara. Hey, Dara. What do you feel about me? I love you. Oh, thank you. I just... You develop feelings for me? I develop feelings for oh, you. Oh, it's so cute. Okay. But, <laughs> I mean, I have feelings for every single one of my play partners. But some of them, but none of them are romantic. And some of them are just, we're friends. Some of them are, you're my good, good friend. I mean, it just depends. I don't see why the fuck you can't have feelings for a play partner. Yeah, I, I don't understand that either. And also nobody, like, nobody said that that was the norm. Like, who says that that's the norm? That's okay. I'm gonna do it. I have to. I have to, Rara. I'm sorry. I'm I love sitting. you. I love you. I'm sitting. Just remember, I love you. Okay. That's Shit. some Christian from Fifty Shades of Grey bullshit. I don't know that I would say that, but okay. Okay. But he said something about uh, all the other subs were able to do it. Right. If I remember that correctly. But, but there's a difference. I mean, listen. Uh, can you do it without falling in love? Sure. Okay, well, if you fall in love with everybody that you come into contact with or have a date with or mm-hmm. do anything with, then that's on you. But I don't understand in order to do what we do, how the fuck do you not have feelings? You, but feelings don't, again, have to be love. It can be deep emotional connection mm-hmm. without being love. The problem is differentiating between those. And it can be love, not romantic love. Well, Rara has platonic love with everybody. I do have... I, I, I do. I have, listen, the love that I have for my, for my children is not romantic love, right? Yeah. Okay. It's, I want to smoosh your face and eat it. Okay. Oh, please do that to your daughter when she comes to visit. Oh my God, she hurt me. No. Do it. I'm not the good kind of hurt. <laughs> Are we getting together for Cards Against Humanity again? We'll see if we have, if, if the schedule permits it. Because that girl can kick ass at that game. Yeah. First time I played when she was 12. Yeah. Good job, mom, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. I've raised her right. <laughs> um, but it, it, love isn't, I think that's the problem. People hear the word love and they automatically think romantic love. Do you love your dogs? I adore my dogs. They're my babies. Are, is it romantic love? Good Lord, no. Thank you. Do you love your parents? Yes. Is it romantic love? Good Lord, no. Exactly. Love can, not, can be something totally unrelated to romance. Do I love you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it romantic? Fuck Good no. Lord, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're not my type. You are my sister. Yes. And I love you. But Jesus Christ. It's not romantic. No, and we've even fucked it. It's not romantic. <laughs> well, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> it was service. It was. 
And I actually have fucked men that had no romance involved either. Yeah, me too. It was just fucking. Yeah, that's what you needed at the time. Go ahead. Yeah. But this is, I, 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 yeah. I think having feelings for your play partners is normal. And I would encourage it. How do you have trust in somebody you don't have feelings with? And this whole thing about growing attached, you can grow attached and still be capable of like letting go a little bit. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. It's it's like Velcro, not yarn or a rope. <laughs> Keep going with this. I'm listening. Yeah. So with rope. Sorry. Oh, so Sorry. much. With rope, you can, you have, you're you tied and that's it. Like, let's say you have a really good rope person and they have really good knots and you can't get out of those knots, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just still going to go with this until you tell me to stop, I'm, okay? I'm you told me to keep you. going. I'm not stopping you. Keep going. But it's difficult to get out of that yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Do it like Velcro. You can just... Okay. Yeah. That was my analogy. Even rope can be cut. I'm just saying. You can divorce. Okay, that's what divorce but if is. you cut, but if you cut rope, it's traumatizing. Well, it is, and you have to throw the rope away. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then it's expensive but, because you have to replace yeah. the rope. And but oh. I think that I think when they say right, it seems being honest and vulnerable with your partner, while also not growing attached. I don't know how you can be honest and vulnerable without growing attached. Yeah, this is some serious gatekeeping shit. Like you can totally do all of this. You could not totally do all of this. There's no correct way to do it. Just don't be the obnoxious person who's completely obsessed with the person and then you kind of come across okay. creepy. But and that's I'm talking specifically play partners as in somebody you play with regularly. We're demo tops. We have zero feelings None. about the people that we do demo tops on because it's one and done. But when you start having somebody who every month is signing up and you've now seen them four or five times. I'm sure you develop some sort of feelings for them. It's yeah. not romance at all. I jump on them. Okay. That doesn't sound right. Well, they like it. Okay. It's no, the little comes out in me and I get super excited yeah. and I just go, ah! But th- you have developed friendship feelings for mm-hmm. them. And I think that's a fantastic thing to have with your play partner. So if you're worried about developing feelings, fucking do it anyway. And if the point is you're worried about developing romantic in love feelings the reality is even if you were looking for a romantic partner it could end it has dar and i both been divorced twice Mm -hmm. it could end and if you don't get involved with people because you're worried about that it is going to be a very sad and lonely Lonely, very not fun and very not fun because you won't have any play Mm mm-hmm and so that is just something that we do not condone. We do not condone. We are a playful group. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got that right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you just looked very hesitant. Playful. I group. wanted to make sure that worked. Yeah, and then you were saying it as you were thinking it. You yes. didn't think before you spoke no. kind of a situation. What, really? This is. Have you not met me before? Uh, well, okay, so somebody at our munch the other day was talking about how they think a lot faster than their mouth goes and I'm like I'm like no I'm the exact opposite I stuff comes out of my mouth that I didn't fully process first and it gets me in trouble yeah now see now when I'm at the munch it's very different because I I'm there as the host I'm there as the representative and so I'm much more careful with what I say 
But when I'm hanging out with the people that I'm just friends and stuff with, that I don't have to worry as much about the impression because like they already know who that I am. Yeah, then I don't. I so just let me let me go with uh, you are not that worried about your impressions on this podcast because these are all of our friends who know you at this yes, point. Yes, these are all <laughs> you are all my friends. Oh, my God. I just talked in the last episode about sucking dick. You all know how I met Diesel. We're friends. <laughs> Should I move on to the next one? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. First play party advice. Hello, I am new to the scene. This seems to be a trend and have never played with a partner before. I've been interested in BDSM for a long time, but never had a partner I felt comfortable playing with. Recently, I have started to serious, I have started seriously looking to get involved. I tried my luck with FetLife and it didn't take long for me to realize that in-person events would probably be a better way to meet people because a lot of messages I get feel like people who are seeking me out because I'm young, impressionable, trans, or overall have an attitude of not caring about adequate negotiation, boundaries, and consent. (sighs) You're allowed to breathe. Periods, people. Periods. A few local spaces near me are hosting events and play parties that I'm interested in attending, but I have some questions, concerns. Is it okay to show up alone? I was planning to show up without anyone else as I don't know anyone else in the scene yet. Should I not start by diving headfirst with things like play parties at public dungeons? If so, what steps would you recommend I take first? What advice do you have for talking to people? I'm a bit anxious about all of this, so I'm worried about approaching people and making conversation and also understanding when it's appropriate to do so. Are there any specific things I should discuss? I'm still unsure about going and I'm a little nervous. So if anyone has any advice in regards to attending my first play party, please comment below or DM me. Okay, first of all, let's start with the fact that FetLife is not a singles app. It is not a hookup app. It is not meant to be a place where you find your person. You don't look for a partner on FetLife. You look for the events. Right. All right. So let's so that's like number one. Let's go through each individual question. Is it okay to show up alone? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. If you're not comfortable showing up alone, that's different. In that case, find somebody to go with. Or I have offered it before. If you I keep my Fet Life calendar pretty damn current. If you see an event that I'm gonna be at and you wanna go, but you don't want to go by yourself. DM me, I will meet you there. And I will be a person to walk through the doors with. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to babysit you the whole night, but at least to get you started. I I've will done get that. you started, right? Yeah. Um, if you don't know, you were planning to show up without anyone else that you don't know anyone else in the scene yet, go for it. And, and I recommend just start conversations with strange people. If you're waiting in line, to sign in because I get crucible, right? You get there and you have to wait in a line to pay, make sure the membership and pay. Turn to the person next to you and be like, oh, I love your outfit and start talking, right? Oh man, the weather out here is really chilly. I wish I had worn more just to get in the door. Right. Just start a conversation with people. Just random. I mean, it can literally be about anything. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I should respond to the very next question because oh God, okay. it says, should I not start by diving in head first with no, things? And you. I did. So maybe I'll just sit this part and you can talk about that. Okay. Well, if the, it sounds like the person isn't that comfortable doing that, they want to be more of a toe dipper, which is me. Yeah. Go to a munch. You don't have to go to a dungeon first thing. 
go to a munch. And you know what happens? You'll meet people there so that when you do go to the dungeon, you'll know somebody. Tell somebody at the munch, oh, hey, I really want to go to this. Um, Are you going? Who's going? I'm going. Oh, can I go with you? Yes. That's how it works. That's what they're for. But if you do want to dive in head first, that's okay too. Like I said, it, it's <laughs> dependent on whatever. But this person in particular sounds like they don't really want to and they want validation that well, it's okay not to. And I also to. know that I, I am, as usual, in the minority. Yeah, you're just With the my diving in head first. Mm-hmm. I am actually really, really surprised that you didn't clunk your head on the bottom of the pool and get knocked unconscious. Uh, it, it was the deep end and I'm short, so I had plenty of room. <laughs> She turned and did a little slide at the end. It's cannonball. Oh, and then everybody got splashed because she didn't warn us fast enough to no. get out of the splash zone. So, uh, you know, what advice do you have about talking to people? I'm a bit anxious about all this. Here's the funny thing about Kingsters. We like to talk. We actually do. Even people who are shy and introverted, ask them about their toys. Ask them about their outfit. Ask them about what scenes they've got planned. They'll start fucking talking. Hey, what are you into? Oh, yeah. What is your kink? You're at a munch. You're at a dungeon. They're kinky. What is your kink is the best opening question. And the follow-up, really, how did you get into that? We all like to talk about that. Oh, my God. You could talk for hours about that. If if they're going to have demo stations there, ask them. Which de- are you going to sign up for any of the demo stations? What do you like? What, what do you want to do? What do you recommend? Is there a really good one? Is there a really good top? Is there a really good scene that you would recommend for like a new person? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's tons. You ask th- at certain dungeons and uh, a whole lot of play parties. Mm-hmm. There's hosts. Yep. Whose entire job is to walk you around and give you tours and show you things. So that actually came up in a conversation at my munch this past month where somebody was telling me how much they really appreciated my taking the time and talking to them and making them feel welcome. And I told them that now it was their turn to pay it forward. Ah. That I enjoyed doing that because I want everybody to feel like they have a place, a home, a community. And that all I ask in return is I don't need anybody's thanks. I need them to pay it forward. And now, and then start coming to, to my munch regularly and next time you run into a newbie, hand them be directly that, to Dara. Be that per no. Oh. Be that person for them. And be the person who talks to them and makes them feel warm and makes them feel welcomed. Well, we kind of did that with um these two ladies that we met at uh one of the other munches in the area, like what, three, four days prior. And mm-hmm. we told them, Hey, come to this munch. We and will a whole be bunch there. of them did. And at they least did. five at least five of them, I yeah, think. Yeah, so it started with two. Right. And then they brought their friends because they met us and they were like, We were like, We're gonna be at this munch. Why don't you join us? Well, there was there was two. There was the couple that you actually already knew mm-hmm. from previously. I don't Littles. think they were a couple. Yeah, they are. They are? Yeah. Did not catch that. Oh yeah. Um, and then there was also the other two. They, they come with, um, paint on their face. Yes. Designs in their face. And then they brought their third, their friend. Oh, no. So both pairs. No, 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 I thought, okay, yeah. The first couple that I knew from a long time ago, the little and her daddy. Yeah. yeah. Them I already knew they're married. I, I understand. Right, but that was the first time they okay. had been to my munch, so. Yes. But then there's, um, the other couple is who I was talking, the okay, one that yeah. I didn't realize that they were a couple. I know they're roommates. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're a couple or not. I didn't think they, they could were just a couple because they friends. specifically said roommates. They could be a couple of friends. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So that, that's, that's all I say. Do it that way. Oh, I like this one. Ready? Okay. As a dom, 
Should I award my subs sassiness? <laughs> yes. Yes, you should. No. <laughs> uh, me and my girlfriend are new to this, and I'm trying to learn which attitude to reward and which to punish. I know obviously to reward her when she takes care of herself and is overall being a good girl, but I'm struggling with which behavior should I punish? Any help? God, these are all killing me because again, <laughs> right? It depends. Rara, as the sassiest of sassies, will say, yes, reward it. Do it. Please give me whatever I want for being sassy. I, on the other hand, am like, no, because I don't like the sassy. I don't want my sub to be sassy. Here's my question. Why the fuck didn't you sit down and negotiate this all out beforehand? I don't like it's not up to you to just come up with. This is what I have to, and it's not up to other people who aren't even in your dynamic to come up with, this yeah. is what you reward and this is what you don't reward. It's not a set rule. And again, sassiness, brattiness, whatever you want to call it, is only okay if it's consented to. So you get to decide which behaviors you're not okay with that you find objectionable. At which point, then you can say as you're negotiating so that your submissive knows what those boundaries are. Here's, here's what I am okay with. When you do these things, thumbs up, I'm good. When you do these things, I'm not okay. Those are, as far as I'm concerned, too much and out of line. And if you do those, there will have to be a punishment. Now let's discuss what that punishment could possibly be. And again, ready for this? This is crazy, folks. Punishments also need to be consented to. You can't just decide, okay, so my punishment for you, Dara, if you don't do what I want you to do, or you do things I don't want you to do, is going to be a spanking. Yeah, no. Do you consent to that, Dara? No. Didn't think so. Right? No. But me, I would be like, okay, sure. And then she's going to start doing totally misbehave. shit. That, yeah. So like that but, has to be worked out really carefully. I also want to point out the whole uh, taking care of herself and being a good girl. That is massively subjective. Right? What the fuck is a good girl? Because Rara being a good girl is going to be way different than me being a good girl. Mm-hmm. Rara likes to follow the rules. I am a bender. Well, if you give me a loophole. You're going to find it. Yeah. I'm going to find the loophole. No, I bend But them. I won't break them. I bend. And, and honestly, for me, the spanking is the reward. If I've been a good girl, you're going to reward me with a spanking. Yeah. So like, you know, all these episodes <laughs> when uh, Dar- wait, Dara, when <laughs> Rara, you, t- yes, yes. Wait a minute. I forgot her names. When Who's who again? When Rara does something and I'm like, okay, listen, you need to reel it back a little bit. And if you do, I will spank you at the end of the episode. <laughs> right. And I- then she's, she does, she's like, really, really? Okay. Uh-huh. And then, and then, the then end I behave. Of the, and then she does what I want her to do because I'm manipulative like that. <laughs> And then she stands up at the end and I smack her. And I'm happy. She gets very slap happy, this one. Very slap happy. Slap me, I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, with the old jokes. (laughs) Now I am old. (laughs) And sometimes I forget what jokes I've said, so it's all good. Oh, you're one of those now. (laughs) God, you're my dad. (laughs) I remember we discovered I am closer to your dad's age than yours. Yeah. Did you ever tell him? No. Oh, you still have to tell him. Oh, I can better call them on my way home today and tell them that because... (laughs) He was still thinking that I have friends my own age. <laughs> Silly him. Silly dad. But that's why I don't think people really think out the negotiations part. They To them, the negotiations part is we're going to do an impact scene and it's going to involve these toys. Is that okay? 
Oh, and they're God, like, oh, no. we've negotiated. It's so much more, folks. It's really detailed. And like the more intimate the dynamic, the more detailed the negotiation. Mm-hmm. You have to negotiate everything. Di- that, can I try that again? Because sometimes the mouth is not working. Because I've had too much sleep, so I'm hyperactive. Yum, 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 yum. Ooh, now I'm hungry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> wow, and you say that you're neurotypical. I am. Really? Yes. Because you bounce off the walls like an ADHD person sometimes. Oh, no, I just get hyper. When I'm hyperactive, I bounce off walls. Doesn't that make sense? I've had a lot of sleep. I actually had... I went to sleep last night before midnight. When's the last time you did that? That was not a work day. <laughs> I barely go to sleep before midnight on work days. You yeah, kidding? I was, I was thinking about That's, that as I was so saying I, it. And I was like, yeah. I've had more than eight hours sleep. What did I get? I think I went to bed at around 11-ish and I woke up at 7.15. Did so, I wake up at 7.15? I don't remember. So instead of dragging, I'm bouncing off walls. But anyway, people forget that negotiations is not just for scenes. Negotiations are for dynamics too. It's for pretty much everything. Okay. All right. Is this mine? Mine? Yours. Okay. Uh, the second. Wait. Is there two dom advices? Oh, there is. Okay. My wife is very, very bratty. She also is a bit taller than me, which I have no issues with. Short kings can be doms too. Yep. Yes. Yes. She wants something more. Oh, wait. She wants something more along the lines of TPE. How can I be a good dom and get a handle on her like she wants? I have no clue where to start. I do have a more dominant, but I do have a more dominant personality. Uh, First of all, I would like to remind everybody, TPE is not the same thing as 24-7. They are two totally different things. Right. I'm in a 24-7, little to daddy. I am not in a TPE, which is total power exchange. Yep. I've always done that. Same thing. I've always been in where it's 24-7, but not TPE because nobody's telling me how I can and cannot spend my own money. And there's a, there's other things that I wouldn't want involved in that. It's not just money. Um, what other things can be in TPE that would not be in uh, 24-7? Um, eating. Right. Like they don't have control over what I eat or when I eat it. Right. Some people uh, don't allow their submissives to go to the bathroom without permission. Yeah, no. That's a, that's an accident waiting to happen. I get enough of that at work. <laughs> it's an absolute accident waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. And um, a yeast infection. Okay. Or no, urinary tract infection. <laughs> that too. Any and all of the above. Yeah, it's no. not good for you. No. Um, so let's just start that out. I don't... I, I, I read this and my first response when I read this was, Huh? <laughs> Because I really do have an issue with people who are always asking, well, how can I be a good dom? By giving your submissive what they want. Like my telling you isn't the answer. Sit down and talk to your submissive. What kind of dom does your submissive want? That's what makes you a good dom. Ask her. Right? Um, you get a handle on her. What, what, what does that mean, get a handle on her? I'm wondering if he wants to, like, it's the whole bratty part because he started off with my wife is very, very bratty. Yeah. So again, you negotiate the brattiness. What is acceptable and what isn't? Like, I did this with my own kids with chores. And where I said, you can bitch and moan about doing the chore as long as you're still doing the chore. Mm -hmm. That's what I negotiated with them. This is acceptable. You can't bitch about it and not do it. But 
if you want to bitch while you're doing it, I have no problem with that. Somebody else might say, no, you cannot bitch at all. You just have to do it. It really comes down to the individual person and sit and talk about it. I think it's actually been scientifically proven that swearing actually helps you get through the stuff that you don't want to do better. Um, I have been experimenting that my whole life, and I find that to be the case. I do, too. I think it also, there was another one where they put your hand in water, and the people that were cussing the entire time that their hand was in water could stand it longer than the people who were silent. It has been scientifically proven that when you stub your toe and you curse, it makes your toe feel better. Instantly. Then it goes from pain to throbbing, and it's much better. Oh, I did that the other day. My little toe got caught on oh, the bed. Oh, I'm so sorry. Owie. Um, but yeah, it's... It seems like, you know, he talks about, and he also mentioned about her being a bit taller, which I found interesting. Like, what does that have to do with the domination part? Because. I mean, granted, granted, okay, and I'll I'll let you finish in a second. I've obviously never dated a guy shorter than me. But you've had, you've had subs that were shorter than you. No. I mean, you've had subs that were taller than you. That's what I meant to say. Well, yeah, of course, because everybody's taller than me. Right. But see, Rara, <laughs> not everyone is you. And not everybody has that level of confidence. Well, again, and not everybody understands that short people can be doms too. It, it, maybe it's because everybody has always been taller than me. So I don't think about it. Right. I actually warn people, you should be more afraid of the little ones. We are much nastier and because we can get away with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't get away with a whole lot. I look like I'm mean. Yeah, and I am. I do not look like I'm mean. So I can get away with being mean. And yet we are the opposite. Robert is much meaner than I am. So much meaner. <laughs> but nobody would believe that until no. they get to know us. So like, I think we need to walk into a dungeon one time with you wearing like as much pink as possible and me in just black leather and lace and like just be like strutting in like we do and you bouncing and me just being this like the stereotypical Dom- dominatrix, dominatrix yeah. look. And then... I'll just be like the big old cuddly teddy bear and then you come out of nowhere. Whack! Oh. I'm sorry. I need a moment to just enjoy that mental image. I think we need to do a double scene. Okay. <gasps> rah, rah. We what? can do an impact scene together where I use like the soft stuff and come in and like make it all feel better and stuff and, and do kind of the sensual stuff and then you come in with a whack. Okay. Who's volunteering? Anybody? Anybody? I know several people that would volunteer for that. Right, well, the we're second, putting that out there. The second they hear this, they're going to be like, I volunteer! And do yeah, the, but do I the... smile and laugh while I'm hurting you. I don't seem mean, but it's hurting you. Mm-hmm. Told you, my favorite thing is when I have my high five crop. You're such a good girl. You took that so well. You deserve a high five. Whack! <laughs> See? So much meaner. <laughs> so I'd much. be using the rabbit fur flogger. <laughs> <laughs> Here, sweetie, I think you need a little bit of softness right now. Yes, I'm like, oh, you deserve a reward. Whack. And I'm wearing a spiked headband at the time. <laughs> I might have hair and pigtails. We just never know. Right. Um, but, you know, look, it's going to come down to that C word that we are forever pushing on people. Continuity? Oh. You know what it is. You came up with it. Consent? No. Cucumber? No. I don't know. Communicate. Oh, I came up with that? Yes. I thought that was just a word. Well, you come up with the word communicate, but the fact that everything that we do has to be communicated. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, I remember saying that it's all about the C's, baby. Yes. Communicate and consent. Communicate consent. And, and the cucumber. And the cucumber. <laughs> absolutely. No, there was another third one in there somewhere that started with a C. I don't remember what it was because it was like 100 episodes ago. But yeah, just you need to sit down and communicate because yeah, strangers on the internet will be more than happy to tell you what to do. Doesn't mean that your partner's going to be okay with it. Any of it. It doesn't mean any of it's right either. Yeah. It's what they do. There is no right. There's only left. What? <laughs> okay, should I do the next one? Uh-huh. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's in that coffee. That's it's in the coffee. We're back to what I said in the last episode where I like to shock people. Yeah, but. And you're one of my favorite subjects. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I am aware. <laughs> Lord, help me. All right. I picked this one because this was another one where I wanted to slap somebody upside the head. I have that feeling a lot. It's a problem. <laughs> I mean, the good news is you get to act on it half the time. Sometimes. Can a dom sub drop still happen after a rope session Strictly tying between friends. I don't know, Rara. Can it? <laughs> Finish? <laughs> I want to know since there's a possible first time rope session happening between me and a trustworthy friend of mine. And I want to make sure as the rope top that my friend gets good aftercare after the session. Hey, Rara. Yes. Um, Your former rope top. Yes. You were really good friends, Besties. right? Besties. Besties. Right. Okay. And... um. Did you, you were doing strictly tying, am, yes. I, am I right? There yes. was nothing sexual Despite about it. Despite my wet pussy, there was nothing sexual about it. Well, that was just it. the rope, not yeah. her, right? Um, did, uh, can that still happen? Can you still kind of come down droppy from that? Of course. What the fuck does just being friends have anything to do with the drop? What does just having a rope strictly tying have anything to do with the drop? Guess what? I have dropped from hosting a party, from hosting my munch. It could happen. You could drop from just about anything. I mean, vanilla's drop. They just don't call it that. I drop after risque the next day every single time. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. No, because I'm going for like six hours straight and I'm topping the entire time. And I have severe and you're top doing, drop. Well, yeah, because A, you're getting to do electro nonstop. Mm -hmm. And B, you get all these newbies. Mm -hmm. and, and C, you get to watch them smile and giggle and go, can I do this again? It is like your Indeed, heaven the audio. for you that I get from it is oh, yeah. incredibly intense. Not to mention you stay up so much past your bedtime. So much. So and I think we realized last time that I also don't drink enough water, so right. I might be a little hungover. But no, I get severe drop after risk. That does not surprise me. It is really, it's just weird. And then let's get to the part that I want to make sure that my friend gets good aftercare. Okay, so ask them. What do you because require? good aftercare is going to mean different things to different people. So for example, do you require salami? That's important. Yes. Do you require chocolate? Do you require a cigarette? Do you require a blanket? Do you require to be left the fuck alone? Do you require soft music and a blankie and, and... And cuddles. Cuddles. Do you require me to just leave? Yes. Do you require a shower? Maybe. Yeah. So I... I I just... I'm, I'm always amazed, as I said, going through this, some of the questions. I'm just like... I just want to look at them and go, Duh! <laughs> That was my ears. Thank you. So sorry. Wow. <laughs> I know I've done that to you a few times, but mm. damn. So sorry. All right. Your turn. Me turn. Your turn. 
I'd say if you answer this the way I'm going to. No, probably not. <laughs> I'm getting kind of hungry. Like, I want to... I'm getting hangry. Oh, no. Sorry well, that'll get... be good for the next episode. I was going to say, we're going to get slap happy. Yeah, but the next episode recording, being hangry is going to work out very well for it. Is it? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's our little tease for you. We might have to go get some, like, a snack because... <laughs> Oh, my Lord. Yeah. No, being hangry is probably not good for that episode. Oh, I think it's going to be a lot more screaming than necessary. Is it? I think it is necessary. Okay. Okay. Better take those headphones off. I know. Looking for a kink list for couples. Huh? Keep reading. Hello there. Hello. (laughs) Keep reading. Hello, I interrupt. (laughs) Hey, Rara, Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Are you being an interrupting cow? Yeah. Okay. Except I did it wrong because my little came out. <laughs> you didn't moo. Moo. <laughs> Too late. Joke's done. No, the little came out like really hard there. And she was like. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Hello there. I'm waiting. I'm not interrupting okay. you this time. Is there some kink list generator or something which you would recommend, especially for couples, to fill out together as some f- f- Form. Form. Of communication help. I think that could be really fun as a couple to explore the kinks of each other. But everything I found so far was more like for individuals rather than couples. I'll let you answer that one first because I'm just curious. Okay. Um, can I do what you do? Duh. Um, fill them both out. Like you fill one out, they fill one out, then you compare. Yeah. You could you could do that. Or even more rah-rah, make your own. See, here's my answer. Going back to your first part, you should be filling them out separately. You should not be filling them out as a couple. Why? Because how are we, if, if we're filling it out together, then the odds are that I will probably change what I'm thinking based upon what you would do and say. Okay. And then you're not getting an accurate. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. We should, all, we should each literally go off into our little corners and fill it out honestly with what we want and not worry about what the other person is thinking, feeling, wanting. Then get together and then you can make changes based upon what the other person. But maybe I do, maybe we each want the same thing, but we're afraid that the other one doesn't. And so we sort of lie about it. And now we've missed out on an opportunity to do something we both really wanted to do. Also true. That's just my thoughts on that. Well, this entire episode's my thoughts on that, but yeah. Well, I mean, I have some thoughts too. Well, it's, but I'm just saying it's it's not. No, I know. I'm just messing with you. I wasn't saying your thoughts don't matter. Your thoughts yes, matter. Yes, you did. No, your thoughts matter. Okay. Do I have to get my, my thing about that I have great tits and, and all right opinions or something? My mug? Dude, the new mug that the new the mug Bobby I got, got you? Yeah. Yes. I would love that mug. Where I didn't want to use it. It's sitting on my desk because I stare at it while I'm doing podcast stuff because it mean, motivates me. I mean, I do have great tits. You do. Yeah. You just don't show them off as often as I no. do. <laughs> I'm like, look at my tits. Ta-da! <laughs> well, maybe at your next party. Okay. Because um, we have, Rara's next party is going to be pretty awesome, I think, because we've got some people coming from out of town that I'm super excited. Yes. You know, did I tell I you? Sent out, I sent it to all of the out of towners. Yeah. I sent them going, here, so you can start planning your vacation right. in advance. So she actually said to me, after you sent that out, she says, is Casa de Dara, insert my last name, uh, still available for that weekend. And I said, absolutely it is. Your bed will be all nice and ready, fresh, clean, blah, blah, blahs. And uh, you can just pay me in champagne and gummy bears. And she's like, done. Hopefully the night before. 
No. I plan on day drinking the, the afternoon. Okay. Daddy J will have to drive. Okay. <laughs> Who's going to do the electro if you're drunk? I didn't say I would still be drunk. Okay. I've already got people signing up for scenes. And this party isn't for like... Six weeks. Six weeks. Wait. Nope. Five weeks now. Wait. Now I have to look. Well, when I scheduled it, I scheduled it like seven weeks out. One, two, three, four, five. No, no six math. weeks. Yeah. Well, when I scheduled it, there was like seven or eight weeks. And people mm-hmm. were already going, can I sign up for needles? <laughs> Which well, is why I have to order new needles. I already know there's certain people who are going to want to ask me for Electro. So I am going to uh, have to repack my entire kit. Well, it should be packed up because it's the week after Risqué. So just don't unpack yeah, it after Risqué. I should not schedule a client then in between is what you're saying. Yes. So anyway, so that's my thoughts on that. All right. Ready? Ah, yes. Okay. I like this one because I've been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. <laughs> Was it pink? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> My God, that's like what I posted. In, I posted to a friend that I was going to go get my nails done. And the fool said, what color? <laughs> uh, do, have they met you? I know. But I did do sparkles. See? Look, sparkles. Yeah, they do look different. Thank you. But look, I even have pink. I know. I'm impressed. And they've been here for a really long time. And look and need what to be I wore changed. for you today. Purple! With have, pink under it. Well, I have a pink, pink shirt and a purple sweatshirt because it is an ice cube in the recording studio it is as, as a freezer um yeah. i wore a fleece hoodie <laughs> yes. but think how comfortable it's gonna be in the summer mm-hmm. it's gonna be nice i know all right anyway need help with friends with benefits and ds relationship so that was their worst not no me. i know i know okay, I, I wanted to make yeah. sure that people knew that That's i was right. gonna agree yeah so i'm in need of a little <laughs> bit of advice here i think i have this friends with benefits and we both figured out pretty fast that we are both heavy into the ds dynamic We've been experimenting a bit over the last three months. Neither of us have had any experience with kink beforehand. We recently switched into a daddy little play and are still figuring out the rules we are both comfortable with. Now, my question is, I don't love this girl and I probably never will. I like her and I care for her as a friend. I'm quite a bit older than her. So we also talk about life in general and I try to help out with advice as much as I can and try to listen to her when she's down. But I don't see her as my girlfriend, and she knows that. Can a daddy little dynamic work long-term like this? Is this normal, healthy? I honestly have no idea. Can some of the more experienced folks here talk a little bit about their experience, please? Of course it can work. Of course it can. I had four months with a person who I absolutely knew I was not in love with, and he was not in love with me. And we did C&C, which is an incredibly intimate, incredibly intense dynamic. So I don't see the problem. Like, of course you can do that for long term and not be in a romantic relationship. And and honestly, you don't know what life's going to be like down the road. Diesel and I started as friends with benefits. We've now been together this summer. It'll be six Six years. years. And he recently asked for a drawer. I'm actually really surprised and impressed with that. You should be really surprised and impressed if I can make it happen because my drawers are filled. I don't know that you I can. I don't know where I'm going to put stuff. But You may have to clean one out. I'm going to have to clean one out. Does he leave a toothbrush here yet? Yeah, he's been doing that for a while. Okay. Next steps indeed. Yeah. So, you know, to say I never will, you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. That's number one. Number two... Again, 
love doesn't have to be romantic. You grow to care for somebody. You grow to love them in a friendship way. And that's okay. It is not a problem. My third dynamic was not romantic love. I've told the story. I dared him into being my dom. We were in the middle of an argument. And I'm like, do you think you could teach me to do better? He said, yes, I can. I said, well, then go ahead and try. And he became my dom for a year and a half. I was going to say, how'd that work out? (laughs) um, Well, we didn't end on a happy, positive note. But I will say he definitely changed me for the better. And I learned a lot from him. So like basically he won the dare. I He did win the dare. Mm-hmm. And then turned out to be a shithead. But that's okay. But that's different. Yeah. That's that's a different component. Right. Um, and I think honestly he, be, he started becoming a shithead because we were starting to get too close and it was freaking him out. Uh, yeah. Because he was married and I knew going into it he was not leaving his wife. That was That's another thing. Talking about honesty. I'm all for Polly. I'm Polly. I think it's great. But let's all be honest with each other when we're doing it. So I knew damn well. He had a child. He was not leaving his wife. We were not going to become this romantic, loving, forever relationship. And you were okay with that. And I was so fine with that. But I do think he started to develop deeper feelings and it freaked him. So, Uh, well, that's that's on him. That's a whole nother story. That's on him. But yeah, is is it normal? It's not abnormal. What is normal? Not me. No, that we know. (laughs) That we know. Right? Healthy. Is it healthy? Sure. Are you both learning, growing, evolving, happy? Are you not abusing each other? Then it's totally healthy. Um, I I just, if she never becomes your girlfriend, fine. Okay. Right? And if she does, fine. All of the above. I honestly was not planning on daddy becoming my, well, he was, I was planning on him becoming my daddy, but at the time I wasn't planning on dating him. Certainly weren't planning on becoming your husband. <laughs> no, I was not. That actually surprised me. Um, surprise. Surprise husband number three. Uh, no, the I just. last one because four and I have uh, to change your name to Jaja. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> what is that? J A J A. Oh my God! You don't know who Shasha Gabor is. Gabor. Yes, I just don't know how to spell it. Okay. Z S A Z. Okay. Yeah, I just didn't know how to spell it. <laughs> yes. Z-S. No. Yeah. No. I know who Shasha Gabor is. Oh, thank God. Damn. I'm not that uncultured. Do you know who of- Charo is? Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I didn't tell you at, at, oh, no. at my munch, somebody said to me, they're like, I just wanted you to know, I know who Rock Hudson is. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> and I'm a millennial. Li- That's literally what they said to me. Listen, no, I actually think I was there when they said that. I remember that. Okay. So like, I actually told my mother about this and she was like, oh God, are you serious? I was like, mom. <laughs> It's like, really? You're supposed to be on my side. <laughs> okay, here. How about this? Okay. I got one for you. All right. I'm ready. Daddy J, the other day I was uh, making chicken. And apparently I make chicken really, really well, especially chicken breasts, which is hard to make that come out really well. It's your experience with breasts. Yes. yes. I do have a lot of experience with breasts. <laughs> I mean, 
But um, making them juicy and tender is apparently my thing. I can do it really well. So I was cutting into this chicken breast and it was just oozing glorious juice and it just looked so fucking good. And I'm looking at this and I was like, damn, that is, um, that's kind of hot looking, isn't it? And my husband comes, Daddy J comes in and says, yeah, that's, uh, that's almost poyographic. <laughs> is that porn in Spanish? No, it's chicken. Oh, I got that. Boyo is chicken. Yes, that, and that I, I knew. And I looked at him and was like, how the fuck do you know the word for chicken in Spanish? Because there's restaurants with that name. Well, because we've been watching Breaking Bad and it, <laughs> that's the restaurant name is Los Pollos Hermanos. <laughs> yeah, see, coming from Arizona where there's a lot of Spanish speaking people to say the least. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is it Hermanos Pollos or Pollos Hermanos? Because that, now I need to look it up. I don't remember. Anyway. Yeah, I, I knew Poya was, I just wasn't thinking about that. Yet. Yeah, no, that's where he got it from. And I was like, he's, this is the guy that only knows Banyo. So. Listen, Donde es el Banyo is important. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. So is apparently no, Cerveza. Not as much as the Biblioteca, which is, I also don't know why I know. Why do you out. know library? <laughs> that's what I learned in Spanish. And I, that's stuck. That's okay. My sophomore year Spanish teacher taught us transvestite. Oh, that's an important one. Mm-hmm. He's from his stories. Yes, it was. <laughs> this now I'm thinking Rocky Horror. I'm just a sweet transvestite from Transylvania, Pennsylvania. From I've always Pennsylvania. Wanted, yeah, I've always wanted to say that because it's funny because it rhymes. Don't even ask. What? Don't even ask. Go on, continue. Is this one mine? Yeah. Yes, this one's yours. Okay. Are we ready to move on to the next one? Apparently, Are we done with that one? Yeah, we, I guess. Okay. Did we answer it? I thought we did. Okay. And then we went off on a tangent like we do. <laughs> we never do that. What are you talking about? No. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Okay, fine. Any ideas for solo BDSM? Rara, take it away. We don't even need the rest of the question. Right, just keep going. Okay. Hey, everyone. I'm a 19-year-old trans femme and interested in BDSM play. But I also still live with my mom and her boyfriend, so having time for myself is a bit hard. Yeah, that would be. One thing I want to try out is slapping my butt while riding a dildo, but that's all I can think of. Any advice would be appreciated. Rara is like the queen of solo BDSM play, especially during the pandemic. Go ahead. Yeah, well, just because I used my spike paddle on myself the other day. Oh, so... Not only during the pandemic, but continuing well after. Anytime I get a new toy, I just keep it with myself on the sofa and use it on myself for a while. But there's also other things, right? So you can obviously slap your butt uh, with a toy, with a hairbrush, whatever. There's also clothespins. You can put the clothespins on yourself to enjoy that. Um, There are people who do self-tying and do rope bondage on themselves, that you can absolutely do that. Um, I know, Dar, you can do electro on yourself, right? Yes, you can. Um, so you can actually, if you don't want to get the entire thing, you can get a TENS unit, which is pretty easy. And then you have the excuse of it's medical. It's pain management, obviously. <laughs> if you have a t- you can leave that sucker around and it's fine. And nobody questions that it. it's pain management. You can also get an acupuncture pen, which you can use on yourself. Mm-hmm. And that, again, is medical. You can leave it laying around and nobody fucking questions it. I like that. Yeah. It's really handy. 
Like I fucking I bring the thing the um the um the, 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 the Easy for you to say. Yeah, no. What the hell was I even talking about? No, I bring. <laughs> you talk. You started talking about Electro. I tuned out, so yeah, I can't no. help you. Okay, so I apparently tuned out myself too. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I'm so tired of hearing myself talk right now. I forgot. <laughs> what uh, the acupuncture pen? I bring it to Rara's munches because it doesn't look like anything crazy. Mm-hmm. There you go. That was it. You okay. can absolutely do stuff to yourself. I like that. No, I mean, it's um, you can do stuff in the shower if you want some privacy, too. I mean, there's there's dildos with suction cups that you can stick on the wall of the shower and you can rail yourself with them. Get a cucumber, but use a use a condom. Use a condom. Wait, if you stick it in your ass, is it an ass cumber? Oh, wow. I was not prepared for such deep thoughts this this early in the morning. Yeah, I would imagine it would have to be. I don't know. I don't like that. That doesn't have nearly as good of a ring to it as Coochcumber. It doesn't. No. It's cute, though. Asscumber is cute? No, the concept. Oh, okay. No. All right, so you ready for our last one? Yes. Because this is another one of those where I'm like, where do these people come up with this? Should I move out of the way so you don't accidentally slap across the table? Yeah, no. Ready for this? Yes. Am I? Online kink test idea. Does it exist? Oh my God. Really? Google it. I would like I would like a way to check the kinks of new partners without shame. Oh my God. It would be a long list of kinks. You would rate them yes, interested, and no. Then the other person would do the same thing. Anything rated yes or interested or no by both of you would then be shown. The way you can explore kinks that you match on. If this doesn't exist, I'd be open to pay for it to exist, like on Google Forms or something. Did you fucking Google it? Because I can Google it right now. In fact, I'm going to. Here. Well, the problem is, is they want it to be like an app where I put in my kinks and now I'm going to be matched up by our kinks. How old is this person? Because they sound young, young. And here's the problem. Matching up for kinks is great if all you're looking for is a play partner, but that isn't going to help you if you're looking for an actual partner. I just Googled BDSM test. It's BDSMtest.org. And let's see, there's uh, sexual alpha, there's kink tests, there's mashable, there's a, one on you quiz, there's Deviant Art has one. That's pretty awesome. Fetish.com. Mm-hmm. The fucking New York Post has a link to it. Okay, Google it. Yeah. You're just, I don't recommend trying to match up with somebody on just your kinks because your limits could be totally different, right? So I should match up with somebody who also has an impact kink, but they like light impact and I want to bleed. Doesn't sound like we're going to be a (laughs) good match, right? Um, And what happens, and and we have different, they want to be, monogamous and on poly we're not going to match no you can't you need to find somebody who your morals and your ethics align with and that your chemistry is good and then you go to the next step because some of my kinks i could do without i mean i it's been a while since i've done rope and i've been fine so if i found a partner who isn't interroped it would be okay. I would be fine. Or the other crazy thing is, is let's say I, 
I found a partner who isn't into impact. So guess what? I don't do impact with them. I find somebody else to do impact with. Because again, my, my play is platonic. So the fact that I go off and do impact with somebody else is going to have no bearing on my relationships. Right. And, and it just, you know, uh, it's okay. Because some of the things, let's say, that I'm interested in, that could change. If you had asked me four or five years ago, would I do needles? My answer would have been fuck no. And even then when I started bottoming for needles, if you said, would you ever be interested in topping for needles? I would have said fuck no. And now I top for them and I love it. (laughs) So I, I just, I think too much emphasis is put on just the kinks. And not the relationship part. And not the relationship part. Yeah. I agree. And again, maybe that comes down to the fact that people get it in their head that you only play with your partner because they think of kink from a sexual standpoint. While those of us who are actually out there and are playing non-sexually, Diesel has no, I mean, granted we are poly, but still, he has no problem with me doing a kink scene with somebody else. It has no impact on my relationship with him. He also is not really a kinkster. No. Though he is starting to look into it. I did think that got, was really cute. You brought that up the other day. Yeah. I mean, listen, he's got the background. He's done kink before. He was involved for a very long time. One of his one of his long-term partners was a pro-dom in Manhattan in the heyday of that kind of stuff, where because it was less out there and more hidden, mm-hmm. more people were hiring pros to do stuff because they couldn't really necessarily go to a dungeon. And so he got to watch it. So he's very comfortable and experienced. And he made the very smart decision that he didn't want to be somebody's dom because he didn't want to take on that responsibility. And he didn't think he could do it justice because he didn't have the time and energy to put into it. And I think that's great. But I think being with me has shown him how you can kink without the DS. Yep. And so now all of a sudden he's like starting to rethink some stuff. So he's actually starting to purchase some toys. And we're so happy for him and for you. I am. Well, we'll see if I let him. I have to. This is really bad. I don't know that I'll let him use them on me yet. We'll see. Okay. And I can say that because he doesn't listen. Well, he's got to practice somewhere, doesn't he? He does. I don't know how I feel. You know, I depending upon what it is, is I'm okay with some practice on me. But yeah. Um, So I I think that's it for this episode. Um, We didn't get too ranty. No, we Which didn't. Which is good. So we'll save that for the next We're one. We're going to get record. absolutely apeshit for the next one, though. Yeah. So uh, there's your little hint and teaser to come back next week, though I'm sure you were already planning on it. Right? Of course they were. Because you're a regular listener. Of course they are. Right. I know. And if they're not, they will be. Oh, they will be. God. If this is your first episode, please, well, you're welcome to go back and listen to all the other ones that you have missed and then listen to the next one next week. We highly recommend Aftercare Salami, Cooch Cumber, and Splashing! <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be featured in an episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife, we are Pink Kink Podcast. 
And on TikTok, we are Pink Kink Podcast 2.0. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast, and hang out with other pink kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to help support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pink kink podcast. You can also help support our affiliates, which benefits small businesses and pink kink. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help. Don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. Until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted. Stay twisted.